Hi everyone, welcome to Wildly Becoming. I'm your host, Rachel Bain. Our stories hold the power to help others overcome. Join us each week to hear incredible real life stories from our guests. We are wildly becoming who God created us to be. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey everyone, Rachel here. Thanks again for tuning in to Wildly Becoming. We want to thank our amazing sponsor, Clinton Coble State Farm Insurance, and I am really excited to introduce you Brent Billingsley, CEO of ART. Brent, tell us all about your nonprofit. Hey, so it is a blessing to be here. Thank you to the Most High and all you lovely persons out there listening right now. So ART is a nonprofit. It is a acrostic and the letters stand for Art, Reconciliation, Truth, and Empowerment, or you can just say Art Empowerment. And it, it, was, it was formed after I got a grant through Art's Way for Black and Brown Artists. And I wanted to not just accomplish the goal of me doing my, um, what I present to them, but I felt like this should be something that should happen every year. And I felt like, let me get a foundation set so I could take my donations and things like that. And let me create something that I think can spread and can benefit a little bit everybody. This, you know, it was, first it was, one, it was going to be a one-time project deal. But I said, why am I thinking, you know, I, I serve a God who was, who was greatest. Why am I thinking lesser? So I started thinking greater. I started thinking on a grander scale. Uh, I need to have programming. I need to have, I need to be inside of schools. And it'd be helping out, you know, as many kids as possible. So that's what art is. It, it came about from the initial grant through Artsway. And I feel as if I've had a vision to, to make it grander so we can serve, you know, neighboring communities, you know, artistically. I work in a hospital where I do, where I'm a behavioral specialist. My background is I have a bachelor's in art and master's in social work. So I'm really good at utilizing dialectical behavior therapy to just engage youth purely. And that's what I bring to art is it's all about engagement. And I just kind of use art as my catalyst to engage. I love it. Thank you so much, Brent. You really are an amazing artist. Can you share with our guests listening today where they can see some of your artwork? I know you do murals all over the Cincy area. You put a lot of your work on Instagram and Facebook. Sure. Uh, so my Instagram is uh, Brent Lavelle One. That's B R E N T L A V E L L E One. The the number one. B R E N T L A V E L L E One. And I pretty much post everything that I that I paint. But um, as far as in the city of Cincinnati and Hamilton, I was part of the uh, Black Lives Matter mural downtown. That's that's off of Court Street, across from the. Uh, Court and Plum, I believe, and I did the A in Black. I did a mural last year at South Avondale Elementary School, which is in, a, I believe, in a Avondale. And that, that, that ended up being a really great experience because as, I, as I'm painting, you know, young people just kind of come out. And when they come out, either I put a brush in their hand or we stop, we stop or, we, or I pause, we go play football because the football feels right next door. That was a pretty, uh, I, I adored that experience. And I, and I found that I really like painting outside. There's something about painting outside, getting sunshine and getting that energy. And, and, I, and I, I thrive off of the energy of young people. You know, I believe that when you give them positive energy, they give it back to you. I just recently finished a mural in Deerfield, 
Town Plaza, I think it is. It's in Mason and celebrating Women's History Month. And that's really colorful, it's beautiful. It's in that little shopping center that's off of Mason Montgomery Road. And uh, that was outside. And again, whenever some young people walk by me, I put a brush in their hand. And, you know, one little boy almost got in trouble because his mom said, okay, it's time to go. He said, but we, have, but, but we got time. I said, oh, I'm about to get somebody whooped out here in front of all these witnesses. So, but yeah, that was pretty cool. I partnered with uh, Pastor Patrick in Hamilton, Ohio, and I have a mural in his coffee house, the French coffee house, which is amazing. The whole coffee shop is like a sleeve tattoo. From, from floor to ceiling, there's art everywhere. And he blessed me with a space where I did the image of Ricky Jackson, who was the longest convicted innocent person that was exonerated after 39 years. I do a lot of things with Pastor Shaq and, and Hamilton also. And she is the uh, CEO of Hype Ohio, which is Hamilton Young People Empowered. So I do a lot of things with them. I'm actually on schedule with them every week, not engaged for young people. And we just had a really cool art gallery show last week that was full of art and poetry and different things. And I've been engaging us a lot for a couple of months now. We've created, you know, just some really, really amazing artworks. But I think that aside from the art, what I enjoy about working with her people the most is the, you know, the relationships that you build and the engagement. And the fact you have opportunity, you know, to speak in somebody's life is what I truly enjoy. So I have a lot of images hanging up at Children's Hospital. So I have a program there that I started called Length of Stay, and it's for kids who are there past our term of service, I would say, five to seven days for inpatient. We have kids who are there for months. So a couple of years ago, I got with another uh, behavioral health consultant. I said, you know, we have these kids, and they're getting recycled through the same program, and they're getting frustrated. They're becoming more aggressive because we don't have anything for them, and they're seeing people come and go and they're still staying here. So we put something together so they get extra interventions and my program and my art is one of the extra interventions. We have all kinds of images that's, that's been professionally framed that's hanging up in, in the, at the Children's Hospital and college location as well. So yeah, art, art in kids is like my, you know, MO, if that makes sense. Brent, that is one of the things I love about you the most is your heart and passion for children and, of course, art. And you are so talented and gifted. So we actually met at the French Coffee Shop. You were mm. creating one of your paint-by-numbers. And I was there with Skaldall's face painting with my sister, and we were doing airbrush tattoo. And as soon as I met you, I thought, this guy is going to be my friend. You have the most amazing personality and you definitely draw in the kids. I love when I get to go to kids events with you because you will be dancing and the kids will start dancing and it's like a party while you're painting. I think you call it praise and paint at the hype. I had the blessed opportunity to go to hype with you. I love Pastor Shaq and what she's doing there for the youth. And I had a blast at the Reds. Can you tell us a little bit about that Reds program that you recently were a part of? Oh, yes. So we did something for the Reds Youth Organization that's in Swift and Common area in Cincinnati. They have this beautiful facility where they come and they train young people how to play baseball from like all over the city. And they have this, this amazing space with like three baseball fields and all the latest and like baseball equipment from pitching machines. So, I mean, it's just, it's just this beautiful facility. I end up bonding with one of the persons that worked there when I was working on the mural in Avondale. 
him and his daughter would come down and with uh first day Watson they actually painted. And we just kind of built a relationship. And through that, you know, he has graciously blessed me with the opportunity to be able to do something in his organization as well. So what he commissioned me to do was to do a, a day of disengagement. And we did a image of Hank Aaron in a one piece at a time fashion. And then we also did t-shirts where the kids do like custom t-shirts and they paint. You know, so when I do an engagement activity, I try to do what's called icebreakers. And I try to really get the energy flowing first. So I'm not really big on this, okay, jump into the activity, let's go. So what I try to do first is get the blood pumping and get people laughing and talking and singing. And then we jump into the activity and it went very well. I think we had more volunteers are helping than, than kids over there. So that was amazing. And the, the results were amazing. They, they loved it. You know, they want, they want to get us back there for some summer programming some, and some other things as well. I'm slated to do a mural for them late, late summer, early fall. And that's just, you know, one of the things, and that's what I, and that's what I do on a regular, like, you know, the, the one before that, I did a ballerina class in North College Hill. We did the same thing. We did a Savion Glover, who was a tap dancer. And then we also did t-shirts. And it was a bunch of little mamas. I think the youngest little mama was like three years old. She was adorable. And again, you know, you set, you set the tone, you get them dancing, you get them singing. And then you, and then you paint. And you know, I always play music while I'm painting with the kids. I always try to, I always play something positive. I'm really big on what you listen to. You know, I'm really big on guarding the gates. You know, what you eat, what you listen to and what you watch. Because, you know, what you put in is what you get out. So I try to be mindful of people's listening pleasures. But I always, always, try, always try to make sure it's positive vibe, positive music. And, you know, continue to feed that, that positive energy. Yes, I love that about you, Brent, that you bring the worship music to your events, the praise. And like you said, positivity and upbeat. One of my favorite things about you is also that I can always count on you to send me a worship song every single day. And I love that when you cannot sleep, you are praising and you are painting. And I think that is so cool. Your heart for worship. I love that about you. When I was with you at Hype, one thing I noticed that you would encourage the kids when we'd start running out of time, you know, we need to finish up our project was push the paint, push the paint. You'd be like, come on, sis, push the paint. So I had texted you that I came up with push the faith. And so now I've seen that you've been using that push the paint, push the faith. And I love that you slide your faith into your artwork while you're empowering people. You're also encouraging them in their faith. And so I know you've been working on a really big event for the end of summer. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Uh, Sure, sure. So this is part of the grant that I got through Archway, and it's called Painted Pieces of Truth and Spoken Words of Reconciliation. And what it is, is it's going to be a collaborative effort between all parties who want to be involved, Cincinnati region-wide, all counties. And we're creating these huge murals one piece at a time. And essentially, you create a puzzle, then you put it back together again, and you have like a five-foot by six-foot mural. And all the images is going to be that of iconic imagery throughout history. It is my goal to create 30 or so images of every culture that exists in the United States. 
because this this is our home. This is where we live. This is where we, you know, we break bread. And I think given the current situation of division, I believe that we are in need of some sort of event where we come together and we do something together, you know, where we celebrate ourselves. And, and that's what I think this is gonna represent my event will be people of all backgrounds and all cultures will come together and have this big art engagement day. It's, it's gonna be a day of art engagement. Right now, I think we're set it for like September the 4th. It's gonna be downtown either on the square or we're looking at maybe that they have a new space. It's gonna be off of uh, Court Street. But we're, we're trying to get a really big space. We can have live music, DJ, free food all day. And I have as many artists who will show up to officially engage a community that day. So whatever you wanna do, if you wanna paint on a shirt with a kid, if you wanna show a kid how to paint on a canvas, boatload of sidewalk chalk, you know, hopefully woman of God here will show up with her face painters in full throttle and paint some faces. But it's gonna be all about engaging community that day and leaving them with something, you know, something more. And I think that, you know, we're in need of something like that. I, I feel like, you know, it's, we are, we are overdue for some sort of healing event to take place. I'm all about, if you feel like your rights are being violated, then of course you should let that be known, of course you should protest. But I, it feels like, man, all the gatherings have been about somebody has been wronged. So let's gather and let's say something about it. And I feel like that's been happening a lot. And when's the last time somebody did a gathering because things were right? And we we're, and we're loving on each other, so that's what I want to really create, and you know, and kind of interrupt some of the negative energy that's just been existing in the air and at work and at school, and at places of worship. Even I mean, you know, so along with the art piece, I'm doing a high school senior spoken word poetry competition because I also do spoken word. I actually write children's books and poetry too. Check that out. So um, that's going to be a region wide deal too, where the top 10 or 15 candidates, we will give them scholarships, you know, because that's something new for me. Because, you know, I'm very, I'm very passionate about my poetry. And I'm very passionate about when I do poetry groups. I've done this art thing for years. I've done poetry for years. So when I'm at the hospital, when I'm working in my, in my job, actually, you know, that actually pays my insurance. Because, you know, sometimes art does not do that. Let's load on myself. It's the most effective and the most weighted groups I have have always been poetry-based. Our groups are always fun. They're always lively, it's always energetic. But man, when that, when that poetry gets written and gets recited, there, there are things kids will write poems about that they, would, that they would never tell you. And when you present them a safe space to express themselves, it can, it can change the whole atmosphere. So that's, that's it in a nutshell, Day of Art Celebration, spoken word poetry and the poets will be up there, you know, open mic for poets who want to come express themselves. Of course, they'll be vetted because I don't want to buy, you know, say, say nothing out of pocket and crazy. But, yeah. Yeah. A day of art, a, day, a celebration of art. Cannot wait to be a, a part of that. This woman of yeah. God will bring her tribe of face painters and we will make it that's, happen. That's what I'm, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I look forward. Hey, do you have some poetry you would like to share with us today? I always have poetry to share. What are you talking about? I'm always ready. All right, let's hear it. I'm always ready. Okay, so this poem is about being lost. Okay, so what does it mean to be lost? 
lost sheep, lost cause, a rebel without one. Begotten son came to save those that are without direction, fed misconceptions. Can you imagine the angels rejoicing over the one sinner who repents? Like the son who set off for a distant country, squandered money, my father's servants live better than this. Forgiveness, I beg of thee, Father, please don't be mad at me for I'm not worthy of feast. Kill a beast and let us celebrate. Release my sins, it's time to commemorate. Drink wine, eat bread, once dead, but now lives. God will give the blind sight so they can find their way. God will give the deaf hearing so they can hear themselves say, thank you, Jesus. Give us safe travel over these waters not to be lost at sea, a thousand leaps under my foot, let the serpent's head be crushed. Not a child of Israel lost because the doors were brushed with a sacrificial blood covering. The angel of death was hovering, but never came this way. The locks of Samson's hair was cut, but you helped him find his way. Oh, sovereign Lord, aid me. Place upon me strength one last time. Let me find my way back to the security of your will. I still have a distance to travel, but your light guides my path. Lost I was on the way to Damascus till I heard you ask, why do you persecute me? Lost in fear and near death, denied him three times. Lost in lust, had a man killed, had to send Nathan to remind thee, lost in vanity and was cast out. Never to enjoy God's splendor. As for creation loss, I know a savior who is the finder of all lost sins. Thank you, Brent. I love You're listening welcome. to your poetry. I could listen to you all day. Thank you so Mercy. much for being on the show, being a part of this. Now I have a very serious question for you as we wrap up. Go for it. What is the wildest thing you have ever done? Like in my life, oh good lord! It, it, I, I don't know if I should say that. You know, I, I might go to prison if I, you know, I ain't been saved my whole life. You dig what I'm saying? So, I, I hear you. Wildest thing, wildest thing I've ever done, like in life. Sure, whatever you'd in like life, to pick. Hence the uh, name, wildly see, I'm becoming. Not, no, I'm not. I'm not a big risk taker because you know I'm I'm a mama's boy, and I'm not a big risk taker. I don't even I don't even ride roller coasters for real. I would say. When I was younger, you know, me and my friends were, I would say this, I was an athlete when I was in school. And if you were an athlete at my school, you could do no wrong. There was nothing you could do that could get, almost get you in trouble. And we definitely took advantage of that. And I would say that, you know, I, I, was, I was hanging out one night and everybody was athletes. And I can remember the police pulling us up and everybody in the car was guilty of something, right? We had all been doing something that night. And they looked at us and they said, don't y'all got a game this weekend? And we said, yeah. And the officers escorted us home for the police escort, make sure everybody got home safe. And I thought that was like, I was like, wow, man. So it was like that, really, you know? But, but I say that to say this, I said, you know what? Sometimes I feel like God covers you for such a time as this. Because I've made some bad decisions in my life that could have easily had me be in, I would say, trouble with the law easily, easily. 
And it seems like every time a situation would occur where I could have gotten in a compromised situation, it never happened. You know, sometimes God covers you. He covers some of the stuff that you do because in my field that I'm currently in, you almost can't, I, I work at Children's Hospital. If you got too many uh, jaywalker tickets, you can't work there. I mean, there's some, there's some things that, you know, background checks is the norm. And I was, I, and I used to be a young, very ignorant individual prior to me getting my epiphany about life. But none of that ever, you know, I, I've never been, I would say held accountable because I think spiritually you held accountable, but I would say that some of the bad decisions I made never, has not hindered me from where I am right now. And that to me, and I talk to my boys all the time, because a lot of my friends who I play football, sports with, everybody's doing great because as, as, as ignorant as we were, we still went to school we, and we still went to practice. So, you know, it was some guys who hung out, we hung out with who didn't go to school, but for us going to school wasn't an option because you had to go to school to play. So, and everybody who I play sports with, man, everybody's doing like great. Everybody's got families, everybody's got like houses. And we attribute, uh, you know, a lot, you know, our coaches really kept us in line. Even though we made dumb decisions, they kind of put us in our place a lot of times too. And some of my friends, they didn't have that. And, but like I said, you know, for such a time as this, you know, making those bad decisions, but those bad decisions were not, has not hindered me from doing, from, from walking in my current purpose, I would say. And, not, and sometimes, you know, bad decisions do lead you to get, you know, either incarcerated or things like that. And, and, that, and that doesn't, I've seen plenty of people who come out of compromised situations who have strong purpose, who have went on and, and done great, great things. And it's just a different, you know, it's just a different vehicle, different, different venue. But I would say that, you know, I was covered. And I think I had some of those old grandmas, you know, I'm an old school apostolic. So I had folks that was praying for me in the spirit and, and covering me, you know, it, it's amazing. The fact that you're covered, you don't even realize who's praying for you. Cause I believe prayer answers, you know, prayer changes everything. And I think that I had some grandmas, aunties and some mamas who was really covering me spiritually and that's why I'm in the situation I'm in right now. And that's why I'm able to get back and walk completely in my purpose. Amen. Thank you, Brent. You are not kidding. Prayer is so important. We are actually going to be talking about prayer on our next episode on the podcast. I want to thank you so much for being a part of this. You're such a blessing in my life. I love doing ministry with you and being friends. So I would encourage you, keep praising, keep pushing the paint. Keep up with your poetry Absolutely. and keep pushing the faith. Brent, I appreciate you so much. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. And we want to again thank our sponsor, Clinton Coble State Farm, for making this possible. Join us next time where Jill and I will be discussing the power of prayer. See ya. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Rachel Bain Ministries. Send me a message or leave a comment and I'd love to get back to you. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast by clicking the subscribe button. Remember, you are wildly becoming who God created you to be. The Shine FM Podcast Network.